Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. I'm another one of your big boys, John George. And I am a guest big boy, Michael Carey. Oh my God, Michael's back. He heard Marvel was doing a movie and he demanded to be on this episode. <laughs> he he missed a few other ones that um, some might say were more impactful, but no. Uh, yeah. Best, Welcome back. I heard this is the best Marvel movie of the year, right? Right, Michael? Eternals? Eternals, the most hyped Marvel movie of the year. I, I don't even think I've heard of any other movies that are coming out this year. There, there's like some whispers about like Tobey Maguire being in another one, which, as you all know, I love Eternals Tobey Maguire. 2 already. Yeah, Eternals, Eternals 2 yeah. starring Tobey Maguire and Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think this That's... is definitely the last Marvel movie of the year for sure. So I, I couldn't mm-hmm. think of any other ones. Isn't it wild that we can have a best Marvel movie of the year now? Like, <laughs> there's enough that we can debate about just within a year which the best Marvel movie is. The Oscars are they gotta they gotta add the category best Marvel movie. You know that's how they get that's, that's yeah, how they get absolutely. the movies. <laughs> Eternals will easily win. Oh yeah, I mean the Chloe Zhao won the Oscar last year. True, she could come back in with Eternals. <laughs> they already like her. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, give her another. I mean, Disney already has. They already got the entire uh, best animated. They they already have that on lock, basically. So um, yeah, it's might true. as well give them another category. How long's it been now? It's been almost two months now since the last episode, right? Last has it really? Yeah, like it's no. getting there. A week from now, it'll be. Oh wait, not two months. Am I stupid at math? Am I Apparently. am I bad? There's no way. We saw last night in Soho. At the, <laughs> yeah, no, a month. It's been like a, a, yeah, less it, than a month. Less than a month. Less than a month. Honestly, like I was ready to believe you because I've been so busy with work <laughs> like for the last few months that I just like, I was like, maybe two months has passed and I am eternal. And so like, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing all of my own history go by super fast. Yeah, that, that, that would be awful. Imagine living for as long as these Eternals did. That a year probably yeah. goes by like this to them. That's like a that's like a second to us. I want to talk more about all the wacky things the Eternals did while they were alive. Um, but generally, we talk about other movies we've watched first. So I feel uh, like we should do that. Damn, baby, mansplaining me on our own podcast for yeah. Because I don't think listen, <laughs> it's not mansplaining if you don't know, and clearly you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, we usually talk about other movies we saw first. Michael, you're our guest. Have you seen it? You haven't been on this podcast in many years since the Spider-Man episode. I guess it's been a year and a half, maybe. So yeah. have you seen any movies since then? Uh, no, I actually have just been watching the Spider-Man movies on repeat since then. <laughs> um, <Sweet. clears throat> Oh man! No, recently one. Are any updated opinions? <laughs> uh, Alfred Molina is still good. Um, you no, know, I, I recently okay. watched. I, it's not a movie; it's a series. I recently watched Squid Game, which was quite good. Um, I don't know if you guys mm. talked about that on the last episode at all, or if this is exclusively I, movies and we can't even discuss series. Yeah, that is our cardinal rule. If you talk about a TV show, we hit the ejector button. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry, man, Michael. I, Next guest. Made it a whole <laughs> four <guest>. minutes. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I haven't I seen have Squid watched... Game. Yeah, both me and yeah. Baby have not seen it. So you have not seen it. Okay. Um, yeah, I can do like spoiler-free version. It's Thanks. a very yeah, good sure. commentary on society and like how people value money 
I, I think you should watch it. it. It's pretty dark at certain times, can be a little emotional. Um, I watched it with the English dub. I've heard other people say that it's better to watch with just subtitles in the original Korean. So heard a little bit of both. Um, I just started the first episode on English dub, so I was just used to the characters' voices, and I went from there. But um, it's really good. I would highly recommend it to anybody. Yeah, it, it was... My, my dad has been keeps telling me to watch it, so maybe we should have my dad on an episode. That'd be um, sick. <laughs> just me but, and your dad. Yeah, Michael and my dad. <laughs> just an one episode, episode on Squid you'd, Game. You'd be, you'd be taking a break, like we always do. Yeah. <laughs> um... But it's funny, just the way you're describing it sounds like almost exactly the way someone would describe Joker, just because you said society and how it's like dark and emotional. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, we it's could society. swap out that. Like, I feel like I want to upload that clip to the internet and be like, this is Michael's opinion on Joker. And I bet <laughs> everyone, everyone would believe him. Totally yeah. agree. Yes. Because it was so vague, except for the part about the uh, dubbing, the original Korean. <laughs> No, that's Joker yeah. was a Korean film, didn't you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Apparently yeah. I paid no attention. Yeah. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix learned Korean so he could speak it on set and then someone else dubbed over him. Yeah, wow. crazy. That's why I got that's why everyone loved it so much, Michael. Come on, don't you know? It's these Man, secret yeah. facts. I gotta learn this stuff. Yeah, I gotta watch Squid Squid Game. Everyone's telling me to watch it. Everyone's surprised when I it's... haven't watched because I my friends know that I like Korean movies a lot. So when I say mm-hmm. I haven't seen Squid Game, they're visibly confused. But then I tell them, yeah. oh, I just don't watch TV shows as much. That's why. But yeah, I got to watch it. Yeah, I got I got a bunch of stuff I have to catch up. I got to watch Arcane, too, because all the uh, league nerds yeah. are losing their minds about that. I did watch the first episode of Arcane. Apparently, it gets better. The first episode, I got to say, I was very disappointed. I thought it was not great. That's why I haven't yeah. watched any more of mm-hmm. it. But apparently, it gets better. Okay, John, regale us with one of one of your movies that you've watched. God, I have so many to choose from that I have to save for later. I'll I'll do a funny one first because this is okay. It's this movie isn't funny itself. It's funny who directed the movie, and it's Kenneth Branagh, of course, who uh, he was all over the biggies last year for his fantastic film Artemis Fowl. I mean, Mm -hmm. my God, one of the best movies of last year, and he's back this year um, with Belfast which is nothing like Artemis Fowl. It's in black and white and is currently one of the favorites to win Best Picture. So Kenneth Branagh, uh-huh. he, he, made, he made a miracle run here. Went from the worst movie <laughs> of last year in Artemis Fowl to I believe he is now, it, I, I haven't looked at odds, but maybe I feel like he would be, I feel like Belfast would be top of the odd Vegas odds to win Best Picture right now, probably. Um, Damn. Wow. I saw it. It's good, but it's not great. I gave it three stars. It's just a normal f- movie. Um, nothing impressive. <laughs> just one of those normal movies you watch. Yep, just another movie. Um, so not I don't think it's best. I, it's not going to yeah. be my best picture. I will tell you that. But um, it yeah, is well, better. Than, settled. It's better than Arnold's Foul. Eternals is the best picture. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. But Eternals, I think, will take best picture. Also. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is also a Marvel director. He did the first Thor, I think. So, yes, he did do. The was first was Thor. Belfast anything like Thor? <laughs> yes, in that I think similar like accents maybe at points. So oh, okay, <laughs> so he's consistent in that regard. Yeah, I mean accents. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, Belfast is apparently a true story. It's based off as like young when he was a young boy um, uh, in Belfast. It's just a love letter to his hometown. You know, it's just one of those. Uh, one of those. I will give it this. It is short. Um, at least it's not like two hours long and. That, yeah. would, that would have made it worse. It is nice and short. And it's it's a movie for old people. Let's just put it that. My movie theater was filled with old people. They were laughing. I, I, we all got up. I was like, everyone's 60 and I'm here. With <laughs> <laughs> I flew on a plane recently. Huge. Uh, yeah, I went to Texas, which was about a three-hour flight. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually watch movies on planes. I usually just play on my Switch, which I did this time. But... Uh, I think at least five people on my flight watched Jungle Cruise uh, in the seats in front of me. So I did see a lot of Jungle Cruise. I saw the ending of it at least three times on different screens. That's sick. Um, that was the end. I'll tell you what. Uh, the Rock is wearing like a tuxedo and a top hat. And he's in a little like Model T car. And he drives off into the sunset. And there's like a, a Jaguar in the back of the, the car also. Wow. Nice. Um, everyone's yeah. everyone's going to be really pissed that you just... Spoiler. That is a big spoiler. <laughs> yeah. That's. I thought it was weird that they didn't end on a boat. Like, I guess most of the movies on a boat, but yeah, yeah. I think the moral um, of the story is like boats suck. Let's just stick to cars. Yeah, they did have a lot of trouble on the boat, from what I saw. They, it wasn't a very relaxing jungle cruise, which is weird because the ride is pretty. I wouldn't know if the ride's relaxing, but it's not exactly exciting. I rode Jungle Cruise recently, and. Oh. uh yeah, because I went to Disney in September, and we did Jungle Cruise, and the person who did all the jokes gave a very flat delivery. I don't want to like put this person on blast because they probably did the same jokes like hundred times a day. No, call them um, out. And it was Name the rock. By yeah. It was the rock. Name it was the, the rock. rock. You know, I actually do want to talk. They talked a little bit about this on my brother, my brother and me, which is a podcast um, that I listen to. Uh, but they mentioned that there's this behind the attraction show on Disney Plus, which is just like a really light like. This is how we made these rides at Disney World. Um, And they interview The Rock for the Jungle Cruise episode. And The Rock is like, I bet you didn't know, I host, or I, yeah, I hosted several Jungle Cruise tours in Disneyland throughout my life. And then he goes like, and I bet you're wondering, like, why have I never seen The Rock hosting a Jungle Cruise tour? It's because I did all of those tours in my mind. What? What? <laughs> so he, he was like, "Yeah, I've done it a bunch in my imagination." And it's like, what the a rock, weird that's comment. not how that works. Confusing, confusing answer. Why would they put that it's, in as well? Cut that. I don't, Cut that answer, right? <laughs> how high was he? Like I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like like he didn't lie. He was <laughs> I just don't understand. It's, it's so confusing to me. It's like if during the Tom Brady documentary, they had just me on there. And I was like, I've won the Super Bowl against Tom Brady so many times in my imagination. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, know, in my mind, Tom Brady is actually like 7 and 21 in the Super Bowl. <laughs> He's really bad. He's been to yeah. more Super Bowls than he has in real life. He's been to 28, according to Michael, 7 and 21. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. he's not as good. He's lost all not. the other ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. I sucks. added some extras for him to lose. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just like if you interviewed me about like I like I, my job and I was like, oh, yeah, I edited a Marvel movie. I've edited five Marvel movies <laughs> in my head. Like, 
I consider <laughs> that's, that's my experience. I consider the the esports awards video I edited the other day a Marvel movie in my mind for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, that video apparently was worth a lot of money, but I can't really talk about that. So, oh, okay. but yeah, yeah, I also want to shout out someone on the plane in front of me who, when she finished watching Jungle Cruise, there was about like twenty minutes left in the flight because we were about to land, and this woman puts on Free Guy. With only 20 minutes left in the flight. And I'm like, is she just going to watch like the first 15 minutes of Free Guy? Because they like disable the movies when you're landing. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And so she got about 10 minutes in. And I'm kind of watching because I haven't seen Free Guy. <laughs> and I'm not going to put it on my screen because I'm yeah. not a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Because the plane's about to land. But then her screen glitches out and it turns off Free Guy. And so she starts it again. What? From the 10 beginning? minutes before. Does she not skip? Yes. She what? doesn't even fast forward. Wait, why? <laughs> she was just committed to watching the first 10 minutes of Free Guy twice. twice. Oh. This, is a, this just, is a legit movie critic right here, baby. I think we, we're watching movies wrong. Like, you know she's not going to go home and finish it. Like, oh, you don't 100%. watch Free Guy not on a plane. Yeah, no. Like, she just needed something to be in front of her eyes. I just, I couldn't, like, <laughs> the state of this woman's mind, it, you, I have to imagine. Like, there's so, got to be something going on that she would start Free Guy again. <laughs> Maybe she just really likes Free Guy. Maybe she has seen it before. Oh, she's seen it. She's like, dude, the intro to this movie fucking rules. <laughs> gotta do this again. All right, I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw another movie out here, BB. Um, I saw House of Gucci. This is one of the last movies I saw. Oh, I gotta see House of Gucci. Don't, don't spoil what happens with Gucci. I'm not gonna spoil what happens with Gucci, even though it happened in real life. Um, I do recommend not knowing what happens with Gucci, uh, because mm. I think that, that made me and my girlfriend a lot more interested in this movie because we had no clue what was gonna happen, while other people in their reviews are uh, apparently bored. I was not bored at all. It was hilarious um i don't know mm. this movie is just like a good ass time um it's super overacted all the italian <laughs> accents are just straight out of super mario like straight out of just <laughs> the worst italian accents you've ever heard um jared leto is amazing in that as aspect his character is like pure comic relief and it's amazing to watch like i, I don't know he's just this is just one of his best performances it's so hilarious it's if you go into this movie and you don't take it seriously i think you'll like it a lot a lot of people are i think taking it very seriously and not liking it as much um oh, I okay i don't think this movie takes itself too seriously to be honest i think it's maybe maybe my biggest complaint is it's longer than it should be yeah besides that it, it comes out like i got to see an early amc investor screening um, I don't invest in AMC, but I got to see it. Anyways. Oh, okay. Oh, are they just doing that now for the day traders who yeah, are like still so. in on the AMC? I guess so. It was a packed house. It was fun. And it comes out this week. Um, would recommend. It's just a, it's a fun holiday time. Uh, I guess I can. Uh, Michael, do you have anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. I, I'll talk very briefly. Uh, this is not a movie or a TV show. Uh, I got to see John Mulaney perform live oh. uh, uh, recently, his new tour. Um, and it's the at least like the first half of it is very different than anything he's ever done. Uh, I went and saw it in Long Beach, uh, so it was a little ways away. But 
uh, yeah, it's it's basically all about his time in rehab and all that. Yeah. Um, at some points, it was like a little uncomfortable. <laughs> There, it was also like in the front row, someone brought their kids, and so he immediately spot, spotted them and was like, um, he was like, how old are you? And the kid was like, 11. And he was like, what do you know about me? Uh, and, and the little kid was like, I can't do this right now. And he was like, oh, okay, like, sorry, I didn't want to put you on the spot. So he goes to the kid's brother, and he was like, what do you know about me? Um, and the kid just says, you got dumped. Ooh. And uh, I think I like genuine sadness. I could see on on John Mulaney's face Ooh. that this thirteen year old just roasted him at Damn. his own show. Damn. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I, what's I guess the I did. Olivia Munn dump him, or no, no. Uh, he got divorced from his wife. Right. I think before rehab, probably. Um, around rehab time, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, think it was I believe it was. Yeah, it was like around when uh, he started it, I think, or something. Pre rehab, prehab, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he got out of rehab and immediately got Olivia Munn pregnant. Right. And he also makes a joke about that. That was like the first joke he made. Oh, is he was like, oh, I'm. Ha- I don't want to spoil too much of the show because like they made us put our phones in those lock bags or whatever. So this is um, probably going to be like a Netflix special kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I'm having a baby. The reviews are in and they're mixed. Like, like uh. he was basically like, I'm happy and I'm in love and all you people are saying not good enough. Like, what's the fuck is wrong with all of you? And we were all in the audience like, uh. <laughs> but I was sitting in my seat. I was like, maybe don't get out of rehab and immediately impregnate a woman you've been dating for a month. Yeah. Um, which bird, I yelled at him. strategy. <laughs> from the balcony <laughs> everyone cheered you and made you get on yeah. stage and tell jokes for the rest i went of the on stage yeah and i became the comedian <laughs> and that's gonna be in the netflix special fun yeah yeah they were recording that one so that's gonna be great. it's actually the the little card is gonna say john mulaney and that's gonna be crossed out and then under it'll say matt Beebe. um <laughs> Yeah, no, it was uh, I the second half he gets more into his like traditional kind of shtick and it is it is very funny. Um but yeah, that was a very interesting experience and I was it's, it's it was cool to be able to see him live. Um yeah. it's it's very it's, he's very not different now, but like you can tell like he's gone through it, so oh, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Boy. That's what I felt when I he had that like uh interview on what Seth Meyers or something. Yeah. Recently, yeah, he definitely seems different now, but he, he's because yeah. he's gone through it for sure. You can tell. Yeah. Um, so don't do drugs, kids. Clearly. Well, unless you want to, you know, have sex with Olivia Munn. Well, that's true. I mean, <laughs> if you, you want to be like cool and rich and party all the time, then like fuck yeah, do some drugs. Yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, but that's after rehab though, so that's very that's far true. And he, yeah, he you, you got to get there somehow. He spent two months in rehab in Pennsylvania. Like, yeah, worth it to be with Olivia (laughs) Munn. I guess. Where in Pennsylvania, though? It depends what city, I feel like. He did not, he did not say, but I can't imagine it was very glamorous. I mean, I don't know. He's rich. He probably went to a nice rehab, but. Yeah, probably. Probably. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to squeeze in one more movie since I have so many, and then let's talk about Eternals. Okay. Um, the French Dispatch, I saw, the new Wes Anderson flick, um, mm. and I feel like I'm not a great person to get a review from on Wes Anderson flicks, so 
I don't know why I'm talking about it, but yeah, I, I'm not. If you don't, if you don't know me, I'm not like the most diehard Wes Anderson f- fan out there. I really like Moonrise Kingdom, but like Isle of Dogs, I was disappointed. Fantastic Mr. Fox, I was disappointed. Grand Budapest Hotel, I was a little disappointed, which is the one everyone loves. So yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, which I still have to rewatch. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it for the audience. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, this one was okay. It was good. It, it just had the issue that every Wes Anderson film has for me that I don't end up liking and that I'm not emotionally connected to it at all. I don't know if it's like his dialogue moves too fast for me to connect with anything or what goes on in his movies that I just like, I'm kind of just like watching it for pleasure and I don't like connect to it or something, but that's what happened here. It's even worse in a situation where everything's just like a short story. Uh, There are like three short stories in this movie, um, which I usually like short stories too, but um, yeah, I don't know what it is about Wes Anderson style. I still think it's super well-made. It's hard for me to ever call a Wes Anderson movie bad because it's so insanely well-made. Yeah. And this one is too. (laughs) Every, you can tell every shot he puts so much thought into and every second of the movie. Um, and honestly, it's still, there's still a ton of fun moments in, in this. There's a cool animated scene towards the end that I actually really liked. Um, and a couple, I think one of the short stories I really enjoyed. The other ones I thought were fine and good. But um, one of them I thought was really good. Um, so yeah, it's been out for a while. Definitely check it out if you haven't. Yeah, that's on my list to see. Um I still got to get out there and watch it. All right. Eternals. The best movie we'll talk yeah. about today. Right, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Specifically for a while on this podcast, sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, I don't know if anything will beat uh, the snippets of Jungle Cruise I saw without sound on a plane, but <laughs> we can try. We can. You should have seen this movie um, on a plane. Just snippets, baby. I think that that's wasn't out yet. Yeah, this would have been a perfect plane movie because <laughs> yeah, you, know, you kind of have very to see long. It. It's super long, and yeah. it wouldn't have been a waste of time on a plane. <laughs> when you have did nothing we not else do a do. Dune episode? Yeah, that, we did a Dune episode. Yeah, we did a Dune episode. Yeah. yeah okay. I like. I my brain is so <laughs> fried. I I I've worked like six days last week, and they were like twelve plus hour days. So I like am struggling to remember anything now. We did do a Dune episode. I remember. Yes, we did. My brain's fried too. I've worked like an insane amount this weekend at the company BB Works at actually freelancing for them. Yeah. And nice. I, yeah. I did a very long video this weekend. So my brain is also fried and that's why I thought it's been two months since we did an episode, but it's <laughs> also fried because the Eternals fried it. Um, oh yeah. Trying to figure out who all these characters are. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you got the guy from game of Thrones, the other guy from game of Thrones and the oh, yeah. girl named after the girl from game of Thrones. So I know them all. it's it's basically Game of Thrones two is Eternals. <laughs> but my my general impression, no spoiler of Eternals, is that it's like a really weird movie, <laughs> um, and that there's just a lot of like weird shit that happens where you you're like why why did they do this? It, it's it's just like it never really finds its footing. I think it looks really beautiful. Like obviously Chloe Zhao. Um, even though I think she shot this before Nomadland, um, that's just sort of her style, but 
there were just so many moments where I was like, why, why did we choose to do this? <laughs> um, I was talking to a coworker and I said, it's almost like Marvel was trying to compete with Dune, even though these movies weren't like, like Dune was supposed to come out last year, but they're very similar in that they're really big in scope. They're super long. They've got characters with wacky names, um, except for one guy named Paul. Um, and it, it just feels like they kind of fell on their face, whereas Dune sort of figured that out. So, yeah, that's that's how I felt about Eternals overall. Michael, you want to go next? Yeah, general impression. Um, I've kind of alluded to this. Uh, to me, this reminded me of if they did like a justice league movie, but you didn't know any of the characters beforehand. Like DC had that going for it when it made the justice league. Like they didn't have to go into any of their backstories. Cause it's like, Oh, this kid's the flash. Like, you know who that is. Like he's the flash. He's fast. He's cool. And then there was this movie where it's like, well, we have all those characters too, guys. It's really cool, but you don't know who any of these people are, and, <laughs> but you should still care about them. Like care about them. They're cool. And yeah, I just never Sorry. did. I don't know. They're they're not like super likable. No, <laughs> and they and like you, they have to justify the like, why didn't you do anything at all when like the world was ending multiple times? Or like, no, eh, it wasn't our business. And it's like, well, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and that point is stupid, <laughs> as you find out later in the movie. I don't want to spoil it, but like their original reasoning makes zero sense now like when you mm-hmm. learn about the, you know the underlying plot and everything yeah i, I agree with that i, I do I, well a lot of them have like s- similar superpowers to like justice league heroes too um yeah i don't know I, I was like trying to think i was like wait they had like some of the characters were good now i can't like remember what character i liked <laughs> yeah. I, I don't yeah. i'm like wait no i did hate that one and i hated that one um and they all were pretty like poorly developed too um there were like some characters i i liked but yeah i don't know they definitely i agree michael like they you just have you have too much on you have too much in front of you here with this movie because it's eternals someone something that no one's like ever heard of except like extreme comic nerds who like read every marvel comic book or whatever and then you have these, you have like so many characters here you have to develop in a, one movie. It's just insane to me. Um, it, it's it, it's too much of an undertaking. Um, and it's, yeah, it's rough because of it, for sure. I think there's some like, some parts that like I thought were okay, but, but in the end it's, I don't know. This is also coming from someone who doesn't like most Marvel movies anyways or enjoy them, so I... <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, this was just a normal, Mar- another Marvel movie to me, except a little more boring than usual. I mean, to me, it was the difference between this and the other Marvel movies was you have so many jam-packed characters. Like, I, I didn't really, you know, pick one of them. I was like, oh, that's my favorite. Like, I'm rooting for that one. Like, there's just so much they try to develop so quickly. And there are definitely interesting things here. Like there are little tidbits here and there, like um, Fastos, for example, like the atom bomb subplot. And like you see his reaction to that and you're like, that would be so cool if we learned more about that. But like, of course, we don't have time because there's 10 characters. 
and like we have to rush through everybody's like background and like what they've been doing for so long and i'm i'm gonna say like spoilers now because i really want to talk about that hiroshima scene yeah okay um okay spoiler I honestly didn't like that scene very much. I actually laughed when it happened (laughs) because the idea of like, it's just like, it felt like Marvel being tone deaf because they're like, oh, one of the most horrible, like tragic events in history. And like, it was the, it was the space alien man. (laughs) He was Oppenheimer. He made the bomb. And he's like, there's that scene earlier in the movie. That's fair. Just like, yeah, like th- this horrible, devastating thing. Um, and there's that scene earlier in the movie where it's like, I've come up with this idea. It's called a steam engine. Oh, you know, yeah, we yeah. use, we pressurize water. And like, conveniently, there's no scene where I guess he stands in front of like the CIA or something and is like, I call it the atom bomb. It'll vaporize everyone. <laughs> like, and then after that, he's like, "Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> I, I should not have made that machine of great death. Fuck!" Like, I don't know. It's that just sat really weird with me. Like, I've literally, I've been to Hiroshima. There's a building like in the scene. Um, which is like a real building in Hiroshima. It's like the only one that's still standing because all the buildings there were woods. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it felt so strange for Marvel to be like, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was us. That was us. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Marvel takes the blame publicly for Hir- Hiroshima. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, what did you think was going to happen when you made the fucking atom bomb? <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe the implication is that he didn't build it himself, but it it just really felt like that in the scene. He was even dressed up kind of like Oppenheimer, so yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I doubt I doubt he built it himself, maybe, but he definitely helped yeah. them get there, and that's yeah. why he was. Mm-hmm. That was his regret, and yeah, I can understand that to a certain. Like I think that is an interesting character thing to be like. I've facilitated so much death, but Hiroshima specifically, I think just. <laughs> made me feel yeah. weird because it's a real ass thing that, that Marvel's like yeah <laughs> and now you're bringing that so. up it, it, it like his character was basically at that point like yeah humanity's like th- they suck like I don't want to be mm-hmm. a part of this at all but then here he is like he's married and has a kid so it's like what happened in the middle there you know yeah <laughs> I, or like, I like could you imagine if that scene was like 9-11 right yeah <laughs> like, oh god that'd be uh, <laughs> oh shit like standing in the world trade center like god damn it I should have never invented planes like <laughs> <laughs> just feels really just feels yeah. really tone deaf to me I don't know yeah, that's fair. that would have been mu- people would have been way more pissed if it was 9-11 do you think like Japanese people are pissed that it was Hiroshima or anything like I don't know I mean like having been there like there there is a dude who like is in the park like the memorial park and he has like a little booklet about sort of like misconceptions about hiroshima or like you know why it happened how it happened all that um and it's like something that's like deeply affected japanese culture i mean obviously like godzilla only exists because of that right um so it's it's something that like i don't know something that's so like Obviously, like, the Japanese did horrible things during World War II. I won't, like, excuse that, but debatable about whether the atom bomb was justified. So it is weird that they would take this thing that's, like, so, like, 
deeply ingrained into Japanese culture as this like negative thing and be like, and here it is in our silly Marvel movie. Yeah. Haha, we did this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, another thing I thought of that is similar to Justice League as well is why do all these movies like have to do the let's get the band together? like scenes like oh yeah like i feel like they spend so much time doing it and it's like worthless to me like they just keep going to all these different people it's cool to see where they all are or whatever but every single person it's like having this conversation over and over again like hey we gotta stop evil we gotta band together again and some of them will Mm. like argue or whatever some of them won't like it's just the same thing over and over again in all of these movies and it's so annoying i'm just so sick of it just skip the part just make them all together i, yeah. I don't care this, you're taking so much time doing this well, one of the things the that i yeah yeah one of the things i noticed with that was like um salma hayek dies uh ajak and they have to deliver that news to basically everyone mm-hmm. um i think they might only do it twice but like both times they do it, they immediately undercut it with a joke. So I don't even remember what the jokes are, but they go up to a character and they're like, like our mother has died, like our mother figure, our leader has died. And they have like one second of grief before someone like makes a fart joke. And you're like, <laughs> it's it's like to- it's like emotional whiplash where I'm like, if you want to do the sad thing, like let us sit in the sadness for a second before yeah. you just... Yeah, I mean, it's got to be like sad. It's got to be really sad to them. Like they've lived so many years, and they're like, they they're pretty much immortal people at this point. They're like, Mm -hmm. we can't die, and then someone just dies. Like that's got to be a super sad thing. Yeah. So so go ahead. Oh no, I didn't have anything to say. Running off that, I plot is you know i get why they have to do this for the plot is like all these people have to come together because we got to tell their stories but like icarus went and killed ajak because ajak was going to kind of like turn on this this is big spoilers like going to turn on Mm -hmm. this thing right so why did he like allow them to get the whole band back together why wouldn't you just kill them all off one at a time or like ask him to join and oh you said no oh sorry gotta kill you now yeah it's just a weird plan like really obviously just like a weird plan in favor of the movie right where it's like oh i'm gonna like get i'm gonna distract them with the whatever they're called what the alien things are Mm -hmm. called which i hated that they are in this but like just make it one villain or something yeah yeah Um, because they were just like a weird distraction in all of this i was gonna say yeah bill skarsgård character is like nothing in this movie like the villain is the god dude um mm-hmm. and like you could completely remove the deviants and bill skarsgård's like sentient deviant man the movie would be no reason the only reason they're there is because they need big action sequences where they fight monsters or else it would be a boring marvel movie yeah so yeah it, it felt like i mean it was cool when they did the fights i liked when they did all their fighting um but it, it was like completely in service of nothing. It was just to add fight scenes. That was really it. All right. Let's talk about my favorite part of the movie and why I think this movie is actually good after it happened. Mm-hmm. Icarus 
yeets himself into the sun. Oh my god. <laughs> the best part of this movie is when the worst written character in the entire movie deletes mm-hmm. himself from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They should just do that with every Marvel movie from now on. The worst character, they're, they're like, yeah, this character sucked. Let's just have him throw himself into the sun here. Throw the him into the sun. That's honestly, that's what they should have done with Iron Man. Just, <laughs> he just fucking flies know. into the sun. He takes nice. the you know, guys. Wow. It's me, Robert Downey Jr. My contract's up, so uh, <laughs> goodbye. And then he flies into the sun. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Uh, That's oh, what the man. after credit scene should be from now on. Just another character flinging themselves in the sun canonically. Yeah, there. just a new one every movie. You don't know who it's gonna be. They didn't even need to be Who's in the movie be this time. <laughs> Shit! Like, Hulk, here goes come Hulk. On, he can't, <laughs> oh, no. he can't even fly. Damn How? <laughs> He did fly a plane into space in Age of Ultron. Yeah. So, I mean, point. there's a precedent. But I let, but it's um, just him, and he's just, like, flying. He's not in the <laughs> Hulk just, like, raises a fist, and he just floats upwards. <laughs> uh, I'm so into that idea. I, I watched this movie with my girlfriend, and she, like, lost it when he flew into the sun. What? She was a huge fan of that. Uh, <laughs> such a good moment, because he's awful. It's, the character's awful. It's awful. terrible. It. He's written so poorly. He but no Cersei's emotion. awful, too. All of these characters are written pretty poorly. I, I was I okay with Cersei. I didn't have a huge problem with her. She was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's just not that... I mean, I liked her. I just thought she was mm-hmm. a poorly written character. Like, she wasn't really yeah. that fleshed out. I like the Marvel interpretation is that Icarus didn't fly too close to the sun. It's that he flew into, <laughs> right it. into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, they, they flew too close to the sun. Makes it seem like he just yeah. like wanted to see how close he could get. He was just like kind of inching yeah, well, near like, Because the, the story of Icarus is like, don't get too ambitious, like, or don't be over like. Yeah. Icarus wasn't like over ambitious at all. It was like some really they were trying to go for iconography and just I don't think fully understood it. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's gonna just fly. Like, what choice was yeah. too close to the sun? I, I want to mm-hmm. see the screenwriters. I mean, that is too close to the sun. Technically, it is, right? Yes, too close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, have you guys seen Invincible? No. Yes. Okay, so you're going to know what I'm talking about, baby. Uh, mm-hmm. This reminded, when he did this, it reminded me of Omni-Man flying off. Like, obviously, Omni-Man just leaves, but it was the same kind of thing, and I felt like it was kind of copied from that, and where, like, he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm too conflicted, and I kind of lost, so I'm just going to fly away. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the Superman character. Like, no one can beat me, but, like, I'm going to beat myself, and I'm just going to leave. And Hey, another great uh, parallel to the show Invincible is there's a child adult relationship kind of. I actually haven't watched all of Invincible, but there ah, was. Dang, I'm the... sorry, I spoiled it for you. No, I don't care. I I like I I know what happens. I've seen all the memes. Okay, um, but um, in in Invincible, I talked about this on the show. There's a a character that's like a child, but she's actually like an adult in a child's body. Yeah, yep, monster then, girl. Yeah, I haven't seen the show, but the okay. the last episode I saw, they were implying that like the shitty dude wanted to hook up with the little girl. Did yep. that ever happen? Uh, okay, it did not, but they implied it for sure. Okay, yeah, and just like this movie, there is a very horny child who's furious <laughs> that she can't fuck because she's a child. Yeah, um, and that was extremely funny to me the whole time. It, it just felt so bizarre because you're like, I don't, I don't think I should be rooting for this, like. <laughs> 
because it's I mean, it's she a is child. evil at the end right she, she yeah turns. but she's so old like she's as old as the rest of them by like probably oh a few God. years but she difference. looks like a child but she looks like a child <laughs> yeah. like that that's the suck. thing is like in the fiction like yeah i understand like the plight of that character but it also just it just feels weird because there's no resolution you can do it especially not in a marvel movie I guess they they make her mortal, so eventually she can fuck one day. But it's just like a very sad cop out to it. The end. It was like, oh, I'm harnessing the god power. I will make oh, you yeah, mortal. Yeah. That was every everything in that was like out of nowhere. It's like, oh, we can combine our powers now, and just it does like, this. Okay, let's let's just make a bunch of shit up here at the end that we could just do mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, how are we now gonna stop this? Clean thing? it all up. Um, but so yeah, I was just weird. like. It, it really hinges on the fact that she wants to, like, hook up with, with Icarus and can't because she looks like a kid. And in the in reality, she is a kid. And so I'm like, I just don't, I don't think this is coming off the way you want it to, Marvel. Yeah, you, like, had to tell, I don't know how old the actress is, but, like, a 13-year-old like, or something. Like, so yeah. your character journey here is you're horny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like you tell You've been alive for seven thousand years, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you haven't been able to fuck once, so <laughs> yeah. you're willing to die rather than just live kids your life like, not having sex. I don't know. I'm still watching Disney Channel. I have no fucking clue what. <laughs> yeah, by this and that's shit. the other thing. Like she goes, she starts going to school, but like she's seven thousand years old. Yeah, she like, definitely she knows like, so much shit. She does not need to go to school. She she's doesn't fine. need to go to middle school. It's just like really like I don't know. She could probably just chill until she's twenty or something. Oh, this is probably like, gonna be a, such a shitty spinoff show or something where she goes to school. Oh and God, like, no! She's like oh, in she's like in that. history no, class, <laughs> and she's like, I was there. Oh god. Yeah. Dude, I'm talking like Disney Channel quality, like yeah. Hannah Montana, iCarly yeah. style show. Yeah. Hey, iCarly was quality. Don't you dare throw yeah. that at Disney Channel. No, okay. He's just saying no, like a I'm, sitcom. Like a, a sitcom. I, I got yeah, you. With I a like a studio track. audience. Yeah. Yes, laugh, laugh track, track necessary. No, not a studio audience, just canned laughter that they put into the show. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. And yeah, I know the whole show's her in middle school. And all the middle school kids are just like, I don't know anything. And she's like, I've been alive for 7,000 years. Like, <laughs> and I want to fuck. And yeah, like, I don't know how to fuck. Like, just like, the seventh, seventh grade, like, do you know what a blowjob is? She's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, I chemistry physics is so confusing. And she's like, I was there when the first atom was formed. Like... <laughs> Did you notice that a scene early in the movie where she like, um, cause she's got those manipulative powers, right? Kind of the low yeah. key powers where she can change her appearance. She like makes mm-hmm. herself into like a 20 something year old at the bar and is like hitting on yeah. a guy. Yeah. yeah. Do you think like if she, all right, this is, I'm probably going way down the rabbit <laughs> hole, but like if like he tries to touch her or like they hold hands, let's say, cause I'm not going to go beyond that. Like, does she mm-hmm. turn back into the kid or like, yeah. How was it's, it? It just reveals that she's like creating an illusion. Which here's oh, the thing: okay. she can create illusions if she really like wanted to fuck. Like the problem is that she made an illusion of a person who's taller than her. Like some women are short. She could have just True. made an illusion. See, of I wasn't the going there. You went there. <laughs> I'm gonna rip the bandaid off. Listen, <laughs> this is our, our podcast. This is, is what just this going is into, into the. Details of this specific character. We'll move on because there's another thing I want to talk about. But I will say that, like, that is like 
she's been alive for 7,000. You just make an illusion that's the same size as you. So when someone touches your hand, it doesn't go through onto the table. Mm -hmm. It'll just be your hand. Yeah. Um, That's true. We got way too into that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, pivoting. I want to go to something much less controversial, which is this movie starts um, and the text comes on the screen and it says all religion is fake. Here's what happened. Yeah. A bunch of big spacemen made the universe. Your Christian God is fake. All of your prophets are fake. Like this is what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. And now that's Marvel plot. (laughs) That's Marvel canon. Like, cause like you have to imagine religions exist in the MCU. Like when are they going to tell everyone that like we've met God, like he came here and we're all gods, and everything you thought was true was wrong. Yeah. That's um, going to be awkward. Especially yeah, with Daredevil. It's going to be very awkward. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Daredevil's a Catholic. Daredevil's very religious. That's going to be really oh, awkward. shit. Yikes. He's going to go through a, a real crisis there. Daredevil Please, season another four. Spin-off. Give me a spinoff. <laughs> yeah. Like, one of the Eternals is going to be like, oh, yeah, I actually met Jesus. And you're like, oh, my God, did he turn water into wine? Did he walk out? No. No, just a dude. That was actually Sprite. <laughs> yeah, Sprite. <laughs> that was Sprite. Cersei was. She turned. That. She yeah. turned. Yeah, Cersei turned water into wine, and then we. I don't know. Jesus took credit for it, like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got to just be a dick. King goes just like, yeah, yeah that dick. <laughs> dude kept taking credit for all our shit, and what? Now he's the most worshipped dude on the planet. Like, but apparently we fuck? couldn't reveal ourselves. Yeah, so we just had to let him have it. Yeah. Um, oh god. What else is there? I do want to say. Okay, I want to talk about. Okay, Thanos being mentioned in this movie, right? Um, which is interesting because. I think it bring like obviously they want to bring up Thanos and you know anything like that will make you feel like oh I've I've watched that movie I know what he's talking about um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it just doesn't like make it why would the god like if Thanos is getting in the way of this god's plan the god would definitely send the Eternals to like stop to stop Thanos then because Thanos delayed yeah. big time right yeah because he was yeah like diminishing the population. And yeah, that was their whole and not goal. just the Earth one, like any all other of, yeah. planet. Like eggs, all of them. Like, like there's no doubt. He's like, I'm sending all of my shit right now to stop Thanos because he's gonna fuck up everything. Yeah, it's gonna delay yeah. my plan by millions of years. Yeah, mm-hmm. made no. But sense. then it's yeah. undelayed his plan, I guess, because everyone coming back just like yeah, maybe he, he just knew. It. did it. He was yeah. yeah. Maybe he knew. He was like, yeah, they'll be fine. They got the Avengers. Uh, the Avengers will get it. They'll I'm a fucking space god, but like seven people on it from one planet, like they'll probably figure <laughs> they'll it out. They'll figure it out, yeah. <laughs> figure it out, for Let's sure. Let's hope Iron Man does My guys can out. chill. Yeah. 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 Uh, it also didn't make sense that the, the space god like revealed the entire plan also to like Cersei at some point. And mm-hmm. it's, his his whole logic doesn't make any sense. Why did he just decide to reveal it at this point? Obviously, you should reveal it way earlier, or not at all. Like those are your options. Yeah. Yeah. Not at you all. don't reveal it. You don't reveal it right before it's gonna happen, right? You're not mm-hmm. like, oh, by the way, this you're everyone you just met, you just met and got to know for thousands of years. They're gonna fucking die right now. Like you mm-hmm. either t- lay it, you either tell them right when you created them, or you just don't tell them at all. Those are your options, God. You don't fucking mm-hmm. lay it on them here. Um, yeah. Of course. Hey, you know, right now, before you could kind of stop this. Oh, yeah. By the way, you're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to wipe your memory. It'll be fine. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You've done this before. 
<laughs> Awful timing. Yeah, really, really big exposition dump, like right in the middle of the movie, just so we know what's going on. But that was yeah. the whole movie. That was literally yeah. the whole movie. It was just exposition. I fell asleep mm. three times. Oh my god! It was terrible. <laughs> I was yeah. so bored. Like you know the scene where they uh, they're in the woods and then like they surprise like there's a fight scene because like we haven't had a fight scene in a while so we need to have one. Mm-hmm. That's right when I was like just waking up from my third mini nap and I was like I need to get up and go to the bathroom so I wake up a little bit and I got halfway down the stairs and bang oh surprise fight I was like fuck well, act, things are actually <laughs> happening yeah I gotta see these this dude I, she does turn that one into a tree at one point which was kind of neat yeah mm-hmm. um, the effects were good yeah I mean I. Some of the fight scenes I felt like were kind of floaty. Like I felt like especially Angelina Jolie's character because she wasn't actually like holding anything. Yeah. You could tell like she was just like you could see her on the green screen just sort of being like waving her <laughs> arms around. They had yes. to build the whole scene around that. So in that sense I was like, eh. um but like I think all the Superman stuff looked cool. I think Gilgamesh's big punches were cool. Yeah, um, that's the one I like the best. I'm mad, I'm mad he's the one who died. Like, what the fuck? I know he was the cool. That's what I was gonna say. He's the coolest one, and he died. Mm-hmm. He's the only one not yeah. alive besides Icarus who threw himself in the sun. Yeah. Um. There was another thing that happened in this movie. Yeah, there was for sure. There was, it was a very damn. long movie. There are lots of things. That I know. Movie. I guess. I don't have a lead up to this. It's just a joke. So I guess I'll say my joke, which is that nice. I, I guess there's a little bit of a buildup. So like uh, uh, there are some people who are mad about this movie because of the diverse casting and all that. And the there's a gay in it. And like <laughs> I'll give Marvel credit here. They actually like did the gay thing and like did it yeah, like pretty well. It. They didn't like half they, they the didn't. Chinese yeah. Movies. Put the kiss in at the end. Um, but also, this movie is very progressive and brave in the sense that it's the first ever uh, late stage abortion that's ever happened in a Marvel movie. Um, uh, yeah, oh. they because uh, that baby's like the egg. about to be born. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow! Way more yeah. celestial abortion. Than I <laughs> they they aborted the celestial, and now it's just. St- I guess that's pretty dark, but it's not darker than our hero shaking thing. Yeah, it's just sitting there. <laughs> wow, now. We've um, discussed some controversial topics out of this. Yeah. Religion. I'll go like back to the stuff. This is this is what Eternals is doing to me. It's not me. It's, it's Marvel's Eternals. Fault. This is Eternals' fault. Marvel's is politicizing me as a person. Yeah. It's Marvel. <laughs> Write a level to Kevin Feige and Feige or Feige. whatever and tell him that he did this to me. Yeah, um, he did this. He made me wow. want to abort celestial yeah. babies. Um, I do want to say that, like, it was actually kind of surprising that they actually just, like, had a gay character. It wasn't his whole thing. I was it was just sort too. of, like, a nice... Uh, I, I will give you this. I guarantee you in the Chinese dub, he's going to be like, oh, this is my cousin. Um, <laughs> and then they just or get rid of the kiss scene. Um Yeah. So, this is my cousin. <laughs> but yeah, we take after, care of my child together. Yeah, he's just visiting my house today. Uh, <laughs> but I would say after after Rise of Skywalker, like and yeah. that whole thing, uh, it was I was impressed to yeah, see that Marvel too. actually would like do it in a way that that wasn't. It also wasn't just like look at this, we got one. You, you guys <laughs> like the gays, right? Look. <laughs> 
<laughs> we put one in just this for is, you. This is one of them. Here it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, it was. No, I, I thought was surprised that was well done. That. It was really yeah. well done. Um, yeah, it was just because he was one of the more relatable characters from that standpoint, and he was like, "Oh, I actually should do this." Like, even though I've kind of given this whole like superhero thing up, like I should do this because I have a family and I have a son, and like, yeah, I don't want them to yeah. die. So, like, yeah, I'm gonna fight, and everyone else had literally like no reason to fight. Like, he was the only one that I could look at and be like, I mean, Cersei kind of, she had her boyfriend, kind like her new boyfriend, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, the rest of them, I was kind of like, well, you know, he has something, like, he actually likes humans. The rest of you, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they just, like, I like, the Dunkirk boy, uh, Druig, <laughs> Druig. I, I thought his character was, like, super fucked up because, like, controlling people's minds and taking their agency is, like, kind of a really evil thing to do. Yeah. Um, and so it was, like, weird that they tried to, like, make him more likable. But he, like, literally had basically an enslaved town of people in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they make him the love interest of the, the speedy girl. And I was like, that came out of nowhere. Like, it didn't add anything. It was just like, oh, yeah, they make out sometimes, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, if that felt more realistic to me. At some point, I feel like all of them would have fucked each other. Um, I guess it's been so. so yeah. long, it's so much time. Superheroes. Yeah. They do yeah. everything together. They except don't, They don't give a shit. Except, yeah, for except Sprite. Sprite. That's, That's probably why she was so mad. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, God, she just they're all fucking each other. Every single one of them. <laughs> Everyone's like, had a turn with every other one except for me. <laughs> That's probably why. All right, let's. There should be a new segment at the end of every Marvel movie where you guys explain. It should be explain hype Marvel shit to me who doesn't understand it because there, okay. there's a bunch of stuff that happens at the end of this movie in most Marvel movies that I don't get what is it's alluding to or what the hell is going to happen next. Jon yep. Snow's character. What the fuck is he? What what is he in? The, he's barely in this movie, and then at he's, the end, he's teased to be something insane that I have no clue. What what is this guy? So he is going to be a character called the Black Knight who will be in the Blade movie with Mahershala Ali. Okay. I I don't know if he'll be like a villain or if he's going to help Mahershala Ali hunt vampires or what the deal is. But that the voice at the end was Mahershala Ali is because he's Blade. And so that's some sort of Blade teaser. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's the the last line in the movie. And Black Knight apparently is like kind of similar to the Eternals in that like the it's kind of passed down and like it sounds like he's kind of forgotten who he is and so now like this persona this superhero legacy is falling onto him but I also think that kind of ruined his character because I kind of loved the idea of an Eternal falling in love with a regular human and like the humanity of that it's like no no he we paid way too much money to have him in this movie we need to make him something special true they should just yeah. make one of these famous <clears throat> actors like just a normal ass person no they can't yeah, like, it is it is really convenient someone should come in and be like i want to be in a Mar-. like someone really famous should come in and be like i'm gonna be in the marvel movie but i just want to be myself just a normal person you okay. get like john ham <laughs> yeah, john Hamm comes like, in i'm just gonna be john ham i'm just gonna be myself yeah. And all the all the Eternals go look John Ham and he's like reading the newspaper. Oh. Like, hey guys, I've been watching like Curb. They should just have Larry David in one of them, and he's just like completely like, so good. Curb, awesome. but in like a superhero superhero universe. Like what complaints he would have in that universe? That'd be funny. 
<laughs> my I think <laughs> I guess the Infinity Stones are gone now, but I would love if Larry David got like the Infinity Gauntlet <laughs> and like did something with like something really petty with it. <laughs> like, oh, the line is too long at the coffee shop, and so he like snaps all the people, and they're like, "Larry!" The fuck is like, "What? They were it's they the were line. hogging the they were cutting the line, like <laughs> cutting the line." But like, come on! Oh, that's um, great. Is there any? Okay, what about the after credit scene? Who the hell is Harry Styles? Like, who are these people at the end? Who's this? that? I had, I didn't know. Oh. It's okay. apparently Thanos had a brother who's Harry Styles. Yeah. Okay. E- even though I'm almost certain Thanos, like he's the Mad Titan, and the Titans were like a race of beings. Because in in Infinity War, he's like, I used to live on this planet with all these other, I guess, other people who are like me, and they the planet got destroyed. Um, and Harry so Styles I always was assumed, also just chilling there. Yeah, like, but is the implication that Star- Harry Styles came out of the same womb as Thanos? <laughs> like, was it like a, a twin situation, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito kind of situation? Yeah, they were like, well, we got Harry Styles by Thanos' brother, but we don't want to, like, do, we don't want to, like, make Harry Styles look purple and big. Yeah. So we kind of just, because he's, Styles. like, really hot, right? Yeah, exactly. So we're just yeah. like, just going to make him himself. Yeah. I, I, he must be an adopted brother thing or something because that's so wild. Like I, I would love, I would love a montage of Thanos and Harry Styles growing up, growing up yes. together. We need that. That's gonna we be a series. Yeah, that's that that along with our Sprite series has got to go on <laughs> Disney Plus. And like, wow, gonna make so them. many good ideas. There's you an know, infinite like, amount of Disney Thanos, Plus. Why are you always collecting shiny rocks? And he's like, I don't know. I just like them. <laughs> That'll be a whole be, thing. That'll be a classic. That's going to be a good I, show. I yeah. 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 Um, oh, yeah. And my theater had a, an amazing reaction to Jon Snow saying that he loves Cersei. Um, everyone laughed. Um, which I <laughs> Yeah, because if you didn't, if you haven't watched Game of, Game of Thrones, there's a character named Cersei in Game of Thrones, and Jon Snow loving Cersei, they they're not related at all that's, in the freaking show. That's, that's so insane. wild. Wow. I kind of wish they had just done it and, and mentioned Game of Thrones in this, yeah. like in the movie. Like, I mean, how much would they have to pay HBO? Like, probably not that much. Yeah, true. They could have just Jon Snow at the beginning could have met Cersei and been like Cersei from like <laughs> Game of Thrones, right? And then Cersei would have been like, yeah, they've, that fucking last season sucked. <laughs> and you just watch like uh, Kit Harrington, like a bead of sweat goes down his brow. Like, Fuck. doesn't shit. <laughs> that last season sucked. That would have been great. <sighs> One last I thing I wanted else. to bring up um, with this was I was convinced in the last act that they were going to lose and that the celestial was actually going to come out and a few of them were going to survive. And this was going to be a multiverse like kind of thing. And I was really excited for that. I thought that would have been like a saving Mm. plot point for this movie. And then it didn't happen. And I thought the whole ending was, I don't know. Yeah. I was very excited. Celestial. It's really weird that like, Marvel's clearly setting up the multiverse to be like their next big arc. Um, and cause like Spider-Man's doing it. Loki was a whole thing about it. Um, the next Dr. Strange movie is going to be that situation. 
so it's it's weird that like this one's just going in a completely other direction like this is about the big space gods that made the universe like are they also going to be involved in this like next like we haven't i guess even had our next thanos kind of hinted to and so i feel like that's kind of expected now so it, it feels a little spread out at the moment or well, i thought yeah. the next guy was going to be the guy from loki the can the conqueror I thought it was, but I feel like I read somewhere that he's just going to be like his own thing. Just like, Loki. He's not going to be, he's going to be like one phase, but not like the whole multi-phase arc. But oh. I don't know for sure. Is All this right. arc multi-phased? I feel like it would. I don't know. I feel like they want to do another end game. Like they want to get to that really long-term yeah. goal, but who knows? Oh God, I'm I'm just confused Here we go again. Yeah. There's, too much, there's too much happening. I don't know what's happening. But yeah, I, I don't blame be. you, Michael, for thinking that's going to happen because they do nothing to convince you that the Eternals can fucking do, actually do this. And then they just randomly pull something out of their ass and do it. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was also convinced, like, there's no way they stop this. I have no clue how they're going to do it. Like, they, they're going to mind meld? Like, what's that going to fucking do? I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't and then, good. And then the mind meld doesn't even do anything, does it? No. It just makes Because she just does the powerful. thing on her own. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It makes Cersei I, I more don't. powerful, and then she, like, kind of mind melds with the Celestial or something? I don't know. Um, yeah. It, it felt very tacked on, that unimind situation where they were like... It's not clever, right? It wasn't like a, <laughs> no. a clever solution to <laughs> be like, no. oh, we learned this thing in Act One about the Celestials, how they're like allergic to garlic or something. <laughs> and then, you know, like, oh, there's a big garlic fire. It's literally just like, oh, I don't know. Maybe if we just all think really hard, we can just turn it into stone. And that was so just like, here we go. Happened. And that's <laughs> yeah. like a new world, you know. Uh, but also we world. have to have like, we have to have three different fight scenes also happening at once during yeah. this last section so such a rough ending especially with yeah. like i think it was a pretty good setup actually like the i don't know the conflict was pretty good it was actually like debatable who's who was right here at points so it, like i feel like they just did not stick the landing at all on that though really really sucked there yeah yeah that thena fight with the uh monster you know, whatever that monster villain that kept evolving. I was kind of like, why is this happening? Like, right. Why do we need this happening? Like this guy isn't going to do anything. Even if she loses, like, I don't care. Like, what's yeah. he going to do? Yeah. The, only the only reason I cared was because they, because the monster thing killed Gilgamesh. And I was like, yeah, get revenge. That was the only reason I cared. Oh, but besides yeah. that, I was like, they should have just not included these things at all in this movie. I don't mm, care about them. Yeah. Cause like, stupid. even if he had won the fight against Thena, like, the world was still going to explode with him on it. Right, so like exactly. he was not really a threat. He was never point. a threat. He was just a threat. He was like kind of a threat at some point. Mm. Like, I don't, he was never a threat. <laughs> it, yeah. The, the thing, once goal? we found out what that did he once do? we found out the world was ending, it was like, okay, why do I care about these things at all anymore? Like yeah. the world is mm -hmm. about to fucking explode. Why were they even there in the first place? I, I don't remember that. He the God created uh, him. The God created just to give him the, something to fight. He that's what he created, created first. He created the he monsters created them first. to like, yeah, because like the deal was that like if a planet had like dinosaurs or something, the God was like, well, no intelligent life is going to prosper if there's dinosaurs all over the place. So he made his own version of dinosaurs that ate the other ones, so that the intelligent life could form. But then, <laughs> what, what? the deviants he made. 
the deviants he made got out of control. We're like, fuck you, dad. We're going to eat everything, not just the dinosaurs. We're going to eat humans, so, too. Yeah, we're going to eat humans. your... Because, like... Because it has to be sentient life for the egg to hatch? I don't know. I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't... It, obviously, that makes no sense. And it's Too just much there. in this movie. Too but, much. Mm-hmm. Has to be like a certain amount. I, I want to know the exact population it has to be. Yeah, too, it was like was a baby born right before this thing started coming out. And they're like, "Yep, that's it. We can go. We hit the yeah. threshold. We're good." Yeah, it, the one number finally rolled over, and they're like, "Finally." <laughs> um, yeah, I will say, Eternals two. I am hype because I feel like they got to turn Jon Snow into a giraffe now. They mentioned it twice in this movie, um, and I'd really like for that to happen. I just want the his name's the Black Knight. I want the Green Knight to fight the Black Knight. That'd be sick. Green Knight's not very good at fighting, though. He is good at looking cool, though. I like that. Yeah, and, and his voice is really cool. Could you imagine if like they just got David Lowry to make an art film for like Blade, <laughs> and it's like no action, like the Green Knight, <laughs> just like really <laughs> surreal. And the Black Knight eats a pie for five minutes, right, BB? The, the best scene. Seven minutes, please. Oh, seven wow. minutes. Wow. Yeah. Don't sell it short, John. Yeah. <laughs> he eats a pie for seven minutes. Then he, like, I don't know, goes into an old house and with a child there <laughs> and talks to her for a little bit. What a time. Yeah. Man, Eternals. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, Eternals, five stars, movie of the year. Um, <laughs> go go sign up for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> For all and, these new um, series. <laughs> yeah, for all of our new series. Uh and uh, apparently all the new star all the Star Wars characters are coming back. So get excited for that. That's also five stars. This has my been my Disney podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're a Disney podcast now, baby. Yeah. We're a Disney we we show for Disney now. Yep, the check sure. just hit, so I take back everything I said. <laughs> Eternals. Imagine giving every Marvel movie a five star rating that'd be nuts i can't imagine yeah. giving eternals five star rating <laughs> no now i kind of want to just go through letterbox and read the five star reviews of eternals this will, yeah. this would be fun god I, I, this i'm i'm taking us a little long but like ghostbust the new ghostbusters just came out and apparently the entire movie is just like that classic marvel formula of like things you know they just keep carting out like stuff that you remember from the first Ghostbusters movie, and that's like the whole thing. So now I kind of really want to see it because it sounds pretty terrible. Yeah, um, that sounds like fun, especially for Ghostbusters that has like one good movie in the whole franchise. So they just have to that one thing to draw. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we got to see it. There's a literally a character named Podcast. So that's true. Yeah, they're trying to get people to make podcasts about it. Mm-hmm. Don't conform. <laughs> By naming a I, character podcast. Yeah. I don't want to pay money to see it, though. That's the problem. That makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. That is, that's usually an issue with movies. You have to pay to see them. I, I think we all agree. Immortals. Uh, immortals. Um, <laughs> that's an esports arc. Eternals. Five-star movie. Um, please uh, send all of your angry reviews to Michael. And until next time, stay big, you beautiful people. <laughs>